Hello again, friends, and welcome to this week's edition of Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. I am one of your hosts, Chris O'Mealy, and I am joined by the other host, who's been here since that day one is H, Dan Peck. It was actually day one. <laughs> Literally day one. Literally day one. This show has only ever had four permanent hosts. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. But yes, uh, we are here to do some wrestle talk this week. Not, it's actually a pretty slow week for wrestling news. So we'll uh, we'll do what we can, and then I maybe I'll just go on a rant against the guy that punched out Rick Marinas today, because I have a big problem with that. Like. A huge problem with that. He's like the nicest guy ever. Why would you punch him? Why would you punch him? That made me very sad. Oh, strange story. It's a really strange story. Uh, but yeah, we've got lots of other shows you guys can listen to here on CKCC Radio on all the uh, podcasting platforms and social media and all that. We have a big episode of The Nerd Table coming up this upcoming Monday at 7 a.m. We're going to do a crossover with this show. Ain't that right, Dan? Hey, don't blow the trivia for later. (laughs) I didn't even see that. You couldn't come up with a better trivia question, so you just went with that? There is no better trivia question. Oh, my God. Well, they're all going to know the answer before we get to next week's episode. But yes, uh, we're going to do a special crossover. I was actually going to be like, why don't you tell everybody about who the guest is? But I don't know. It's your show. It's you and Irk. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, speaking of special episodes of things that are upcoming, as we record this... I'm not sure what the actual time frame is, but I think it's happening pretty much at the same time. Uh, Our friend Jeff Trelowitz is recording his very first discussion, or his very first interview for uh, Paranormal Discussions. His special guest is going to be Ghost Hunter Dustin Parry from the original Ghost Hunters. And he's actually a wrestling fan. So I told him he has to ask about the time that Elijah Burke literally ran out of the room screaming. He didn't know if you ever saw that episode of Ghost Hunters, but it's really funny if you haven't seen the clip. I heard, like, about them because it was like a bunch of ECW people. CM Punk and Kofi Kingston were both on, too. Yeah. Punk did the live one. It was, like, actually a live investigation on Halloween night. I remember watching it that year. But that's uh, really cool for him. And I cannot wait to hear that episode personally. So, yeah, good luck, Jeff. And cannot wait to hear that interview. Also, uh, J Bunny's Music Hub just put some new content up out there. The uh, Motivational Moves with Adrian Cotton, first Monday of the month, right around the corner. Your new episode on the way. Uh, the Board to Death Binge Cast, I believe. Uh, Jay actually got pushed to the sideline for the episode that they just did. 
I think that's what I had read on their, uh... Oh. Yeah, because I, I saw the descriptor. Yeah, Chris and Sam basically got rid of Jay so they could do a horror cast on the zombie film Hashtag Alive, the 2020 South Korean zombie film. That'll be kind of fun to listen to. That'll be up right around the same time as this episode. I'll probably put them up at the same time. Uh, new Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman just released this past week. You can check that out. And you can listen to the number one show, The Nerd Table, with our special guest. <gasps> Guess I can't blow the spot, can I? But yeah, You guys are fixing to get that peck peak this coming episode. Oh, Jesus. Every show I'm on pops a rating after. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> we shall see about that. Because if you don't pop a rating, I'm going to be very upset. What if I pop a boner? Well, nothing I can do about that. Uh, I'd like to know what you were looking at when that happened. Was it Alexa Bliss? I mean, I just said what if, and we will find out. If it happened. If it does. The only thing I'm worried about is getting a boner. I mean, it's a concern, right? But yeah, uh, you guys who listen to the show, check that episode out. We're going to discuss wrestling in media. We're going to discuss wrestlers who've appeared in other means, movies, TV shows, etc. We're going to talk about wrestling-themed movies and episodes of TV shows. And we're also going to talk about some of the best and worst celebrities who've appeared in pro wrestling. From Bob Barker to David Arquette. And everything in between. So, yeah, there'll be there'll be a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So if you guys... The problem is, is that David Arquette is not turned around and he's one of the good ones. That's the thing, right? It's like, <laughs> he he was good, but the storyline was one of the worst things in wrestling history. And now he's Serpentico. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, he took a lie detector test, right? To yes. That is not him. Correct. So that's not him. Don't be fooled. All right. So, what was our trivia question last week, Dan? Uh, this man appeared at WrestleMania too, and also made a cameo on an episode of Emergency. Ooh. And who would that be? That would be NFL Hall of Famer Dick Butkus. Oh, that's right. He was at WrestleMania too. He was not because he was already not. Playing at that point. Uh, he was a special guest there to talk about stuff. Did the you like the, the uh, Did you like that battle royal with the NFL stars and the, the wrestlers? I actually do enjoy that battle royal. It was pretty good. I thought it was fun. For what it was, anyway. I, I wonder how, how smartened up they actually were to it, though. That's one of the big things. Enough that, they didn't, that people didn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that works. 
And then Dan already said what this week's trivia question is. Yeah, so who is the guest on the upcoming episode of The Nerd Table? <laughs> well, you should already. You'll find out. Just got to tune in. I mean, I don't expect there to be a big quote-unquote ratings pop just because of the fact that I think a majority of the listeners on this show also listen to that show. Especially, You're not going to get any outside in because <laughs> of me. I mean, I guess, but uh, yeah. All right, so let's oh, talk about mm. let's talk about some of the bullshit going on in the wrestling news. WWE has made good on their promise. They are seizing them Twitch and cameos. There's already been memes about it. Uh, people changing their names all over the place. But yeah, they they're seizing that stuff. So. You know, good guy, Vince. Well, they... It's not like they didn't give them a warning. They said, in 30 days we're going to do this, and they did. I still think it's a bunch of BS. And I'd like to see something done about the way... Yeah, if I was one of the people that were doing pretty good on Twitch or Cameo, I would be quitting. I'd be pretty pissed off, yeah. What's really fucked up is, like... How many people have actually just straight up quit WWE? Like, just CM Punk ever? Like, y'all know you can just quit your job. You don't have to request a release and they decide whether or not to grant it. You can just stop working. Uh, Matter of fact, plenty of people do it every day. Quite a few do it their very first day at a new job. That's true. All right, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. And I, and I might be, but I do believe that Christian did actually quit the first time he left, when he left the WWE and went to TNA. I think he actually did up and quit. Yeah, that was it. Well, I don't know if he said anything new, but back then it was, he was having a, he was going to get paid more money to stay in the same spot. And TNA was like, we'll make you our number one guy. And you get to work once a month. <laughs> and he's like, it would be good to spend time with my kids and be a world champion. Hmm. I, like I said, correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I just as far as I know, story. that's not correct. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah. It's, I but I am working on 15-year-old information if he said something more recently. I mean, it's possible, like I said. Um, I can't really think of anybody else who's just straight up and just walked out. No, Gail Kim. Gail Kim did. Remember, she quit during the match. She eliminated herself from the Battle Royal and walked out and then quit the company. Oh, yeah? Yes. This was second run? Second run Gail Kim, yes. Because that was a big deal that Gail Kim was coming back, and then they, like, just didn't use her. In a way, Kurt Angle quit. Uh, I guess. He convinced Vince that he was done wrestling, and he wasn't going to wrestle anymore for anyone. Yeah. And then three days later, he was in Impact. He was actually a TNA guy longer than he was a WWE guy, as far as, like, yep. full-time wrestling goes. Same with, like, the Dudley boys. Yeah, you could really, uh... 
if you actually put a clock on there. If you want to look, yeah, because Kurt Angle debuted in late 99 and he was gone mid-2005. He was there for not even six full years. Six, I think, yeah. But yeah, and then he was TNA up until just a couple years ago, so. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty nuts, but. He was in TNA for like 12 or 13. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else who just like up and quit like i mean obviously yeah they've done the storylines where the person said they quit and then they actually did leave but their contract was up anyway but yeah as far as like legitimately quitting i think punk and yale kim are the only two at least recently that were just like no i mean i know plenty of people who quit wcw but that's a whole different like we all, all know that story you know that story about raven right yeah. Bischoff was freaking out. And he said, you know what, Raven, if you don't like it here, then you can leave. And he got up and walked out the door. Well, you told him you can't you can't go to events. You're allowed to go to Paul. And he's like, well, Paul did. <laughs> Paul's going to treat me right better than you. So, As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about a that era of Raven returning to ECW in the Patreon episode. Yes, we are. Because... This week on the Patron Show, we're reviewing Anarchy Rules 99. And there's a big there's a big thing with Raven going back there. Raven had recently returned. Yeah, it's so... A lot of ridiculousness uh, in the world of wrestling, which is... But if you're like things, Paige right? and you're making 20 plus thousand dollars just on subs... Every month. Uh, yeah, I quit. I quit. I wasn't hardly doing anything for you guys anyway. <laughs> she already uh, changed her name. It's like it's a like the real Soraya or whatever. Yeah, using her shoot names, not even her old get her old fake names. She's even a Soraya on Twitter now. Uh, I saw even Woods changed his Twitter name. Which is weird because it used to be just Xavier Woods PhD, but now he's trying to, he's really trying hard to be on the new G4. So he changed his name for, to be even more of a public face thing going on. So let me ask you a question. If, if WWE was picking you up, right? You are a, let's say you really were wrestling under your real name, but you had, you had gotten notoriety under your real name, right? So your real name was a brand, but it was still your shoot given name. And they're like, "We're gonna pick you up, but we need you to change your name, to so we can own it." I would actually tell them no if they were like pursuing me. I would say, uh, you know, because the ball's in your court. Then, right? I would tell them flat out no. I'd be like, "I've made a name under the Dan Peck brand, and it's my real name, and I don't want to change it. This is how people know me." You know, it's not like it's a gimmick name that you came up with that they're going to force force off of you. It's your real yeah, name. Yeah, but they're just really like, well, then fine. <laughs> and that, but like, Keep would that, but that's kind of how I would be. Like, I'd be like, all right, well then, all right, well then we're not interested in you anymore. Okay. I would low-key probably Naito then. Oh, yeah? This story from last year, the year before, where they took him out to dinner to court him, and he left in the middle of the dinner and didn't come back. <laughs> That was the story from last year or the year before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
you got to do what's best for you. And if what they want is not what's in your best interest, then. But isn't that? I used to always think about like what, how I would like if I was a wrestler, how I would like my career to go. And back in the day, it was make a name in ECW, get paid in WWF, and slow down for the end in WCW. <clears throat> and then for a while, it was just like, yeah, just try to get to WWE. But for like eight, nine years now, if I was a wrestler, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to WWE at all. I wouldn't even consider it. You know, I, I worked with a, a handful of guys. They they have no ambition whatsoever to ever go work for Vince McMahon. A lot of their big goals are Japan. And I don't see anything wrong with that. That's an admirable goal. Yeah, my, yeah that's my goal. That was MVP's goal is he wanted to work Japan. And he ended up working WWE for a, for a while first. But then you get that name recognition and you can go over there. There's always a There's always a a push and pull on that kind of stuff. I would probably make sure I got my name recognition somewhere stateside. So then I would have negotiation powers to go over to something like Japan. But I, I wouldn't want to be in like a Juice Robinson position where they're going to make me a young boy. I want them to actually like be like, oh, we want this Gaijin on our card. Mm. So... What about Europe? Would you ever consider working like the catch style? Make a name for yourself I out mean, there? I would work I would work that style, but I don't know about <clears throat> I don't think they have enough going on there to be for that to be your Well they they did when this work. was the pipe dream, right? Like you had X four in Germany, you had I mean England had a couple of promotions that ran prominently. So you had options. No, really. Uh, there's was, there was a bit there where I would consider a time in Canada working for, like, ECCW or something for a while there. Would you work Mexico? Uh, probably. Do some lucha shit, or at least participate with lucha shit? Do a good lucha thing. Mask, unmask somebody, or cut someone's hair. Hell yeah. That's a good topic of discussion, I think. What? Let's ask the the members of the club. What would you do as a wrestler? What would your like, what, goals what, be? What, yeah, like what would your goals be? What would your be? goals be? I mean, I mean, there's plenty of great wrestlers who never have to do any goals, any of their goals. And there's plenty of bad wrestlers that got to hit all of them. <laughs> yeah, Jinder yeah. Mahal got to be WWE champion for half the year. He's not that good. You know, that's just topical because he was in my tournament for the we're crowning the best WWE champion and Jinder Mahal. He's in there. Jinder Mahal. He's losing horribly. Obviously. I think he got like two votes. But you know why you meme voting you. Hey Buddy You're Rogers. Select few people. Buddy Rogers was was swept away clean. Not one vote for him. Everybody voted for Bob Backlund. Well, no one beat the ball back end. <laughs> ah. ah. I love it. All right. Uh, other news happening in the world. And we just talked about WWE bullshit. Uh, let's talk about some more WWE bullshit. 
What's this lawsuit about Orton's tattoos? Uh, it's the classic, who owns the tattoo? Is it the artist? Is it the person that it's on? Oh my who God. should get paid for somebody's tattoos being in all the video games? That's ridiculous. Like, as far as I know, he doesn't have any, like, trademark items, like how conveniently CM Punk's tattoos in the video games were rather generic because they're not putting the Pepsi logo and the Cobra logo you remember uh, the video game? The Hurricane had the Green Lantern tattoo that was never in anything? Yeah. I mean, I guess it really depends on what the artwork is. I could see that point, but if it's just like... Well, I made this really cool art on Randy's sleeves, and you need to pay me so you can use his image in the video game. Then they could just literally just create a generic sleeves for him, right? But also, you got paid for that work? Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like, do you deserve to get paid over and over again? In many ways, like, that's the way a lot of it works, right? Like, does... All right, let, let me ask you this. Is the estate of Leonardo da Vinci getting a share of every single... Ticket to the Louvre. Or, or every copy of Animal Crossing New Horizons because one of the pieces of artwork you can acquire in the game is the Mona Lisa. Like, yeah, it's listed as... I, the... It is Mona Lisa. But, I wonder, is the Mona Lisa in uh, public domain? But that... but. I mean, I mean that's a possibility too. But like you, you know what the the point I'm trying to make is. So, it could be it's old enough to be. But you know, like, I don't know. Art, I guess, art could be a really funny thing. I guess, I'd have to ask. Uh, yes, uh, Mona Lisa is in public domain because Da Vinci died more than seventy years ago. Okay. There so that's again. Like, I guess if the person's been dead for seventy years, they or well, there's the... there's certain songs that are public domain. Like, obviously, the Star Spangled Banner is a public domain song. Uh, Johnny Came Marching Home, I know, is public domain. All those songs, like those wartime songs from the 70s and 80s. That's why you hear a lot of that stuff in classic cartoons. Like, even in Animaniacs, you would hear Camp Town Races and everything. Because all that shit's public domain, so they could get away with it. Hooray for Hollywood. I mean, I get that. But I guess art's a I guess art's a complicated thing. Like I know when I bought the nerd table logo from Mike that that became he made the artwork and I paid him for it, but that's now officially my logo. That's the agreement. I can do whatever I want with that logo now. I can put that logo on a t-shirt and sell it and it's my logo. But but does everybody else have that deal? I guess is what we're what we're going for here. So can you sue over tattoos? Uh, weird topic. I don't know. And I don't know if I would ever, if I ever would know, but we shall see. Um, SmackDown. I mean, do you think that the tattoos are part of his marketability? Not really, no legitimately know like I don't even think like the, the iconic Randy Orton look I really just think about that he's got a jarhead hair he's got a military haircut even though he was kicked out of the military and disgraced <laughs> but that's the hair he keeps 
don't know. It, it's kind of a tough. Again, it's one of those deals where it's kind of a it's kind of the tough thing to to say. But I I wouldn't say he's marketed by his tattoos because if if I'm gonna book, um, who's it? What's a, what's an independent guy with a, a lot of ink that uh you can think of off the top of your head? All right, well let's use Punk as the example. Everybody knows Punk's covered in tattoos. If I'm gonna book CM Punk. Or I'm going to try to sell CM Punk to a promoter. Be like, you need to book this guy. It's not going to be because he's got all these cool tattoos. It's going to be because of who the fuck he is. Right? So, yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with the marketability. This sounds like a very reaching thing to me. Guess we'll see how that turns out. It all just depends on who owns art. It's a weird week for once it's Once it's not... Some weird ass news. All right, um, SmackDown will be preempted by the World Series. Yeah, maybe twice, but once at least. No, that's fine. It's the World Series. Game three of the World Series will be pre- preemption, and I believe if it goes to Game seven, it'll be. Are you looking forward to the World Series this year? Uh, probably. I mean, there's a one in four shot that the Yankees are in it. Yes, so, there is. Because the Yankees made it to the LDS, so... <laughs> uh, they are taking on Tampa Bay. Yep. And then they'll get either Oakland or Houston, depending on how that series goes. Houston had a losing record this year. Yeah, well, that's... Cheaters will prosper. You know, the best thing is the Yankees take on Houston... Everybody will be rooting for the Yankees. Except for Houston fans. It looks like it's the Dodgers. Ooh, Miami and Atlanta. Dodgers are insanely good. They didn't even they only lost 17 games in this 60 game season. And if you know that one of the basic things about baseball is everybody loses a third of their games, everyone wins a third of their games, and whether you're good or not is what the other third determine. And they did not lose a third of their games. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So that meant like if this was a full season, they would have won over 100 games, well over 100 games. That's of nuts. course, there's you know they only played less than half of a season. Well, they're the number one seed too. That's so, but they literally went was it forty three and seventeen? So, Jeez. Uh, that's insanity. The only one we don't know is the NLDS. We're still waiting to see if uh, San Diego or St. Louis is gonna. They are face. playing right now. Uh, bottom of the second zero zero. Yes. As we record this, so. All right. Time you listen to this, the game's probably over. Probably. Uh, what kind of news do we have about Rusev? Uh, Rusev talked about some stuff recently again, and one of them was at one point storyline was going to be that Rusev got the head. God damn it! To what He's end? Have erectile dysfunction. To what end? To further emasculate him because Vince McMahon doesn't get how he's fucking Lana. Well, he did that to himself when he wore a Gucci Mickey Mouse shirt in his fucking debut in AEW. By the way, he's awfully brave for wearing that shirt. 
surprised they didn't immediately sue AEW for that. His friend actually got those clothes for him. Uh, 28,000 layoffs, by the way. 28,000 layoffs. Many people I know personally. What, at Disney? Yeah. Between... Well, I thought Disney was back, baby. Yeah. And then they laid off a ton of people. It's it's ridiculous. And uh, it's very upsetting. And I wish everybody l- the best having to go forward. So were they this. still paying people when it was closed for those three or four months? Yes, they were. But now they're going to be open but not pay these people. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'm co- the mascot of an evil organization. <laughs> That's why I loved watching the South Park pandemic special because it had more Mickey Mouse in it. We're, we're with Randy Marsh. By the way, Randy Marsh is responsible for COVID, according to South Park canon. Oh yeah. Yep. Even the president's got COVID now. President uh, Garrison on South Park because they don't. There's no Trump in their universe. It's Mr. Garrison. As the president, Is it Mr. Garrison. Yeah, well, he was running. He was running for president against Hillary, and they wrote the whole season out like Hillary was going to win. And then when Trump actually won, they wrote it in so Garrison became the actual president. And then he slowly started to turn orange, and then he adapted a presidential haircut, quote unquote. So he's got like the, the blonde Trump wig, and and the best part is the whole thing is so funny because they're just like. Mr. President, what are we going to do about this? He's like, I made a promise to the American people. And he's got that garrison accent. He goes, that I was going to get rid of all the Mexicans. And COVID's doing that for me. (laughs) I was like, God damn it. Oh, Oh, they all all live with 20 people to a room. So, of course, they all got the COVID. Oh, fucking Mr. Mackey was on the pandemic special, too. He's doing the Zoom conference call with all the parents about reopening the schools. And every time they'd start arguing, he would mute them all. But like, okay, okay, all right, that's it. You're all mute. You're all mute, okay? Now, we're going to do this one at a time. One at a time, okay? Okay. Oh, the special was great because Stan's freaking out about wanting life to return to normal. But then Cartman is freaking out because he doesn't want to lose isolation. Because he loves the fact that he never has to get dressed and can just sit around all day. (laughs) So they're actually fighting about that. And then, in because this is, of course, this is how South Park is. They pull no punches. They reveal that they're going to reopen the schools with all new teachers, and all the teachers are all the cops that no longer have jobs because of the because of what's happening with the police in America. And then, of course, when Cartman freaks out in the classroom, they open fire and they shoot the black kid. And I'm like, this is it. South Park is doing exactly what I wanted them to do. They satirized every piece of it and put their own spin on it. But yeah, Randy... They obviously did a good job because they've had six months to do it, so... Yeah. I I always trust them. The best part was uh, they discovered that there's going to be a cure for COVID, and Mr. Garrison shows up and literally burns the scientist with a flamethrower, and then looks at the camera and goes, don't forget to vote! Big election coming up! (laughs) They did a good job with it. And it's for free on Comedy Central. You can watch it. 
You can watch the whole thing. They have commercials, but of course, if you're watching it on a browser with an ad blocker, then... It might not load for you at all. That's possible. I don't know. I watched it on my phone. And the ads weren't so bad. They play, like, three small ads. And then, by the end, like, because it's an hour, it was an hour special, so there were multiple commercial breaks. By the end, it was just going to black and then coming right back to the show. So, I mean, if you can watch it for free, then, like, just do it. Like, just deal with the commercials, yeah. But my segue to that was going to be COVID also ruined James Storm coming to WWE. Yeah, he says that they was going to be there. They were full plans, and then COVID happened. (sighs) COVID's ruining everything. No, we got to say to James Storm. Do you want me to do it, or would you like to have the honor? I mean, mean, if you think you have the correct answer. I... Yeah, but I don't have the correct voice. You do it better. Okay. What we have to say is, sorry about your damn luck. Okie dokie. And, of course, poor Tegan Knox once again tore her ACL. This is, like, what, the third time now? Something. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, so we wish her luck, and hopefully this isn't going to completely derail her career. Seems to be the way that that's going. Uh, in other news in the world of wrestling and wrestling-related news, Michael Elgin is currently heading to rehab. He has a painkiller addiction. I'm going to hope he gets better real soon. Uh, Ryback, back in the news, going after Ezekiel Elliott over his Feed Me tattoo. Speaking of lawsuits... That's a little ridiculous. That one's not going anywhere. Nope. Because that's not trademarked. Like, he might have Feed Me More trademarked or whatever, but he's just, he he tattooed it on his stomach because he wants the ball. He wants to run the ball because he's a running back. That's what he does. Feed me the ball, baby! (sighs) Dumb shit. And... In real dumb shit news, Joey Ryan has resurfaced. He uh, wants to now counter-sue some of his accusers. But not all of them, just three of them. So, like, of the 16 women who've accused him of shit, apparently these three are the liars, and he wants to sue them. So... The only good thing that's come out of this is that Joey Ryan is so blackballed at this point that he will literally have to get a 9-to-5 job. Or do, like, an OnlyFans or something. Obviously, yes, there's always going to be a core group of people that will support him. Because there's always those people that support anything and anyone for any reason. I mean, that freaking Bixen Span asshole still got fans. And he's the biggest asshole I've ever seen in my life. Like, I would rather refriend Antonio Figueroa and, like, sit in a room with him and hang out with him while, without being able to counteract any of his opinions, just like, and just sit there and listen to him, than ever do any interaction with Yenta Bixen's fan. Like, he's that much of an asshole. Joey Ryan's heading down that direction. But he's still got fans. But I say fuck him. I say fuck Joey Ryan. And I was a Joey Ryan fan at one point. I was a Joey Ryan fan for most of the last 15 years. 
But, but these last few months, yeah, he can he can just get fucked. He can just get fucked. It's all this. Get fucked, buddy. Remember how happy and proud we were that he was able to buy a house with just indie money? Yeah, that was like a big thing in California, right? Yeah. Which is... I bought a house in California with indie money. Who says you have to work for WWE to make money in this business? I actually liked what they were doing with him in Lucha Underground, where he was actually an undercover cop. I but enjoyed. he just got bad cop. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the bad cop. Somehow, Ricky right. Reyes was the good cop, and he was the bad cop. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I don't know. And uh, Dwayne Johnson has announced the XFL will be back in twenty twenty two. Don't know why they're waiting an extra year, but okay. I'm sure they've got stuff to sort out. He did a big dunk on the New York football teams last weekend. He tweeted that, just a reminder, the uh, most recent New York team to win at MetLife Stadium was the New York Guardians. (laughs) Ah, damn. Because the Giants and the Jets suck! They usually do. They're uh, so bad. That's pretty funny. I got to give him that one. I'm a Jets fan. I'm going to give him that Jets, one. Jets couldn't even beat a team last night that has hardly any of their starting players. They have some guy no one's ever even heard of playing quarterback. <laughs> and they fucking lost. Adam Gase is a stooge. So freaking weird. All right, Dan, what's going on over across the uh, Pacific Ocean there? In the land of the rising sun. Across this specific ocean. Uh, Harold Mage is leaving as president. Hmm. And Takami Obari is taking over in, on the 23rd, I think, of October. Is when this is going to happen. I don't know any circumstances because things have been went well during his time. Uh, but he has resigned. So. I don't know anything about it. But that is going to happen. Also, it's a G1 Climax, baby! Everyone has wrestled four times at this point. There's no shows until Monday. Big gap, but they're doing four shows in a row, so get ready for that. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. All going to have some... You staying up? G1. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think any of them are 1 a.m. shows. Oh, well. Also, there's a chance that I might have to be starting to making sure I can wake up earlier than usual one day a week. So, hmm. 6 o'clock, 5.30, 5.30, and 5, so no. I am not <laughs> staying up for those any of those four shows. So, All right. <laughs> so, I was going to say, now... What makes you think that you're going to have to start getting up a little earlier, especially one day a week? Are you planning for something in the future? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I think so. That's the only time I can be with your mother. Hey. Hey. Everyone has lost a match at this point, but there is still one 
sole person that has yet to win. Block A, we've got at six points is five people. Tai Chi, Jay White, Will Ospreay, Minoru Suzuki, and Kota Ibushi. All at six. Okada's at four. Three guys at two. Takagi, Ishii, Jeff Cobb. And poor Yujiro is the only guy at zero. So sad. In the B block, three guys at six. It's Naito, Yano, and Juice Robinson at six points. Four guys at four points. Kenta, Zack Sabre Jr., Evil, Tanahashi. And three guys at two. Yoshihashi, Goto, and Sonata. Sonata, who beat Naito in the main event yesterday. So Sonata's one win is against the world champion. So, hmm. I feel like the digger we deep. The digger we deep. The dig, dig, deep digging. <laughs> and Yano's match against uh, Juice the other night. The bell rang and 10 seconds later, all four turnbuckle covers were off. <laughs> I was like, oh man, we in for it. He gonna get with the gecko. Uh, I got two breaking news stories involving the world of wrestling. Mm, you know, uh, this one came from former presidential candidate Andrew Yang, who's been involved with a lot of Vince McMahon news lately, and uh, he said that the apparently. The WWE is actually forcing their talents to currently re-sign contracts so that they can either, they can start making money off of their Twitch channels, basically. That's part of the C's. Oh, so, sir, is that legal? I will make it legal. Basically, yeah. Uh, And then... The other news is that reportedly WWE will actually be taking WrestleMania 37 out of Los Angeles and moving it back to Tampa. So they're probably going to do what they were planning to do last year with the pirate theme and everything. Mm. That's my guess. And then they'll do the year after. But that's a fancy new stadium! I know, but... but there's also two fancy new stadiums in the NFL this year. Yeah. I'm telling you what, Las Vegas is so nice, that place. Like, it's going to be hard for a lot of events to just not go there every year. <laughs> well, they should do they should do Vegas one year because it's not like the football stadium will be in use. Also, I think Vegas would like another WrestleMania to make up for the last one that they got. You know? They had to build a thing in the freaking parking lot, too, for that. That was weird. I know. Just having that. That place is huge and it's freaking great. And never forget, this is uh, the debut of Jim Ross. Yes, it is. Him wearing a fucking toga. WrestleMania 9. Never forget. By God. Want to see this match here? Maybe Sherry's going to have a wardrobe malfunction. Gonna... Boom, boom. <laughs> Sooner. <laughs> I love that freaking the my ass song. 
that somebody yeah. put together. And then the second version of the time was arrived or whatever. You know. Yeah. 30 minutes. My ass. <laughs> I just can't help but look at the butt, JR. What? What? Maven. Raven? I've known JR for 30 years and he don't give a damn about the fans. Love this shit. <clears throat> Alrighty. So yeah, that's uh that sounds all good in the world of professional wrestling. Except for you know all the things that aren't good. Except for all the things that aren't good. And that's why the shows get shorter and shorter every fucking week. Pieces of human trash. Uh but we want to thank our wonderful patrons, Glenn, Jeff, Jay, Adrian, and everybody else who is a patron of Club Kayfabe. Uh, we do promise more content coming, but right now, keep enjoying your weekly VIP show, as we mentioned earlier. Anarchy Rules 99 is on the ducket this week. And then, we wanted to do two Halloween Havocs, or at least choose one between them, and nobody really chose, so I'm making the executive order that we're going to do one of them next week, and then we're going to do the other one uh, for our Halloween weekend show. So, do you want to just do them in order? Do 91 next and then 98 for the nice. 30th? Because, and then we'll we'll do, because uh, then we have three other weeks to do non-Halloween Havocs, so. Or two other weeks, sorry. We'll have the two weeks in between. We can find some, uh, some hopefully not shitty stuff to watch. I really want to do the Raw, the Halloween Night Raw with the Muppets, though. But that's all. That's all stuff that we can discuss later. But yes, uh, see, because as you guys, if you guys aren't following the patron stuff, uh, what's wrong with you? Because those five bucks would really help us a lot, and it's only five bucks a month. I'm sure you're paying way more monthly for shit that you don't use half the time. You can at least get bonus content out of us. But yeah, um, I really uh, like the fact that both of these Halloween Havocs hit on. Two of my WrestleCrap wishes. Because 91's got the Chamber of Horrors, one of the worst cage matches in history. And 98 has Hogan Warrior 2, one of the matches to receive negative five stars from the Wrestling Observer. And I've never actually sat down and watched either of those matches. Well. This is going to be fun. I have. <laughs> okay, so you you'll have stuff to say. I'm sure I'll have stuff to say. Oh my goodness! Uh, yes, Anarchy Rules ninety nine on this week's VIP show. Uh, and whoever punched Rick Moranis, fuck off. Fuck off. Uh, yeah. So it's October now, Dan. You got any um? Any Halloween stuff you want to talk about? I know uh, you. Uh, I know you listen to our nerd table on Halloween um, stuff. Uh, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. <laughs> Do you have an annual Halloween tradition? Is anything you watch oh. all the time, or not really? Hmm. Maybe I'll play some spooky games. Maybe I'll do it on the Twitch. Maybe I'll do a... I'll play a little of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street NES game, which I actually don't think is horrible. I think it's a really fun platformer. 
So, oh god, I I'm seeing memes of uh, <laughs> I'm seeing memes of uh, there it's Simpsons memes where they're basically all about the Twitch stuff, and I, I guess AJ Styles got hit pretty bad on the Twitch thing because there's a lot of memes about him. I didn't even know he had a Twitch he's, channel. He's one of the big ones. Yeah. Easy, yeah. I didn't even know he had one, but I'm not surprised, really. But yes, uh, yeah, it's getting, it's ridiculous, but you know what? I, like, like Dan said earlier, you really don't have to work there right now. You've got a, there are some alternatives out there. Like, say what you will about the booking in AEW, because you know I do. But at least they're letting their talents be themselves. Yes, that is a detriment because talent are doing things that are unprofessional on television. But at least they're getting to do their own thing. So maybe that's where you want to be. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, what's your opinion of that retribution storyline right now, Dan? I thought it was going good. And then now in the last two weeks, it's been shitty. It's been shitty. What do you think of the names? As they started giving them names and yeah. be like, yeah, but we signed them. And it's just like, this makes no sense. Did, do you like any of the names that you've heard? I don't mind them as like a nickname, but it needs to be like, his name is Tyson T-Bar Jones and not just fucking T-Bar, you know? <laughs> like, I don't mind them as nicknames, but like, it's their fucking ring, full ring name. Well, wait, I know what you're doing. You know what I'm doing. This week on Points or Consequences, Dan's chosen game was for everybody to tell him your shitty retribution name. Now, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to... I might need to know who they are, but don't give it to me before. Okay, so you want to maybe try to figure some of them out? Yeah. Some of them will probably be pretty obvious. Others will be kind of kind of fun for you to guess. Oh God! Somebody posted the, the the gif of when Vince was in the hospital when Austin attacks him, and they posted it about me heading to Walter Reed because that's the hospital Trump is in. Oh God! Jeez. Did you see? I also saw the one where it's uh it's Trump getting the stunner from Austin at WrestleMania, except instead of Austin's head, it's the COVID virus. <laughs> Yes. Dude, people waste no fucking time out there. Like, I don't mind the fun memes, but, like, going on my Twitter feed for 10 seconds, I saw people who think that he doesn't really have it, and it's a stunt, and then there's people who literally want him to die of it. And I'm just like, jeez. I mean, isn't that how it always is, though? Like... I hope he fucking dies, and the next person's like, totally, it's fake. It's just so we can get sympathy votes for fighting it off. I'm... I'm Oh my god. And now I'm seeing other people that are like, he got it on purpose. I really like don't want to ever become famous for that reason. (laughs) Like that's like the like I'm okay with having a little bit of fame and a little bit of uh, fandom stuff like getting our listenerships up so we've got a a nice devoted audience to the point. If I ever got famous that would totally disappear from anything pretty much. I would just be like People are like, you hear what they said about you? I'm like, no, I actually don't. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have. Yeah, I, mean, I pr- probably would have, yeah. 
By the way, we didn't even mention that Clash Champions Gold Rush happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Sasha and Bailey hate each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, did they have a match or? No, but Bailey. Was another Asuka double champion thing going on again? But like a minute into the Bailey match, Sasha came up and just beat the fuck out of her with the cane. Okay. So it was like not even a minute long. Because I, I don't have results, but I did get the star ratings. And I guess Roman Reigns and Jay Uso actually got a four and a quarter star rating. And yeah, I heard they did good. And thankfully, they finally let Roman loose. Yeah. Or, yeah, also, he's like, I'm not a Paul Heyman guy, but Paul Heyman is a Roman Reigns guy. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. That's good. Well, that's what he's needed to be healed for too long. So it's about fucking time that they did it. I just funny the thing is about like Rock didn't work out, and then they turned him heel, and it's worked since and it worked since then. And he became one of the best of all time. Like why can't he ever think about that ever anymore? I know. Well, uh, apparently, a four and a quarter stars also went to the Jeff Hardy AJ Styles Sami Zayn triple threat. Yeah, IC title. Um, and and Drew and Ra- Drew and Randy got four stars too. I heard people saying Zelina did very good in that match, but Oscar retained. Bobby Lashley retained over Apollo Cruz. Street Profits beat Andrade and Garza. Garza got hurt. Well, they got they broke up anyway. I think Oscar defeated Bailey. Of course, that was oh, just okay. under four ma- four minutes because. Uh, so wait, I don't understand that storyline. Who's the babyface then, Sasha or Bailey? Uh, I don't know. They just bitches, man. See, no, you ever, have you ever seen a fight between two people that you despise, both of them, but you were super into it because you hoped they killed each other? I mean, not literally killed each other, but you hoped they killed no, each other. No, I know what you're talking about. I went to high school. <laughs> I, thought, I went to public school. I understand. Did you ever see a fight in the hallway and start chanting ECW? Um, oh, God. I don't think that ever happened. Because I did. Because That's... I was the one that started chanting ECW. <laughs> I was that, Mark. Someone hit the freaking lockers, dude. It was hardcore. Yeah, they're hardcore. <laughs> anyway, Dan's going to award either points or consequences to your super shitty retribution names. Here we go. Our first name... I mean, I mean if, they do, if they do bad, it's supposed to be bad, right? So even if it's like... That's not funny. That's not whatever. It's still fucking. They're nuts, they're right? pretty. They're they're some of them are pretty funny. Uh, first up, we have bald buzzard. Bald buzzard. Yep. Follow the bald buzzards. So who's bald? Well, it's not a regular. So I wouldn't know offhand. Probably not, but you will you will know who it is. It's not an irregular. But well, it's, it's good. You make sure you get some more fiber. Take more. Take your shit, daily shits. Okay. I take my Metamucil. You gotta, <laughs> gotta get that Metamuse. Actually, it makes me feel pretty good. You gotta drink that Metamuse quick because it just becomes a gel if you wait a couple minutes. No, I, t- I do the quick. I do the caplets. Oh, I do the fiber caplets, but they help. I do the thing, brother. <laughs> It helps, yeah. So yeah, bald buzzard. Uh, it's an older gentleman. Okay. Former co-worker. Oh, okay. 
Cool. Former homeworker of yours. Okay. So that changed things in my head. Well, it's not a former coworker of yours. I don't think any of your former coworkers are in the group, are they? Doubt it. Well, what do you what do you think of the name? Do you like the name? I mean, it sounds better than some of the ones they have, <laughs> actually. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you get points. All right, Bill Halver with points. Uh, he was right out the gate too, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, I feel like beat you. Well, you posted it like pretty quickly after I gave it to you. But I never, I didn't post. Some it weeks, yeah, some weeks. I get the game relatively soon after I wake up, so Chris is usually in the middle of his work day. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. When I post it. So and then sometimes I don't get posted till really Well if it's a if it's a Monday or a Tuesday and you wake up at like twelve thirty, then I am literally halfway done with my day at that point. So all depends on what's going on the night before. Basically, yeah. All right. Next, we have the keyboard face roller. Keyboard face roller? Yep. See, how many of, of the people have multiple words in their name? Uh, I think there's like one, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but... I like how you type in WWE Retribution, and it says, WWA Retribution. The Retribution was the fourth professional wrestling pay-per-view produced by World Wrestling All-Stars. <laughs> and I go, I've seen that show, but that's not what I'm looking up. Thank you. <laughs> Keyboard face roller? It's a regular... A very regular. They're rolling their face on the keyboard? He's a destroyer. Oh. Did that help? I mean, now I know who you're talking about. Then what do you say? Sure. I mean, it sounds awful. So, yeah. Points to Randy Moore. Oh, wow, this, this uh, webpage that's going to give me the names of the people needs my consent. Jeez. All right, here's your next retribution name. Pinky. If someone else is the brain, then you win. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody else is the brain. Bobby the Stain. You get points. That was Russell Wright's nickname. Next one is Machine Gun Rapper. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's an awful name, so I guess you get it. Machine Gun Rapper. And you can hear this gentleman's voice on every episode of The Nerd Table. Eric plays the game now? No. <laughs> Who else's voice is on the nerd table? I mean, you give it a couple weeks, and it's probably you. How about Mr. Adrian Cotton? 
about oh yes we do hear his voice every episode beginning and the end yep and sometimes you can hear me very unenthusiastically uh, talk about the twitch <laughs> during the show I won't be playing that ad again you need to record a better one an excited one that one like I listened to it I listened to it like 10 times before I sent it to you and then it was in the show, and I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. And I recorded, like, two or three takes, too. Yeah, it can always be fixed. We can always do another one. Uh, your next nickname is Muffler Jones. See, now, like, that's the kind I don't, I wouldn't mind. Muffler Jones? Right? Yeah, like, it's nickname, name, right? Yeah. This is why, like... If his name was T-Bar Jones, then yeah, you know. Or Tyson T-Bar, which should be odd because there's Tyson T-Bone, who I think probably works in NXT UK. Um, but yeah. And that was Chris Wright. So this one's actually good. So I guess you don't get points? I guess I not. wouldn't mind that name. That's up to you. Sorry. Okay. About your damn luck. Sorry about your damn points. But you still get another entry into the end of the year ballot. All right. Hey, then... We're going to give people, we're gonna give people like the, the impact, oh, I actually, I the can't... impact grab bag. No, I actually can't say what it is. We might actually have something pretty cool to give them. But I can't say what it is yet. She's going to have to tell me in between shows. Uh, I can, I can do that, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on the secret, but we might have something cool to give him. Uh, here's your next name. Lunchbox Rodriguez. Again, it is like, it's not, you know, just a stupid nickname. It's a nickname and a name, but, <laughs> but it's kind of it stupid. It's Lunchbox. pretty stupid though. But it is pretty stupid. So yeah, you get points. And that was the guy who's normally last. Mm. But this not time... even in the Chase Owens, jeez. Nope, not even. So there you go on that one. All right, Don you're... Mario gets points. Don Mario gets points. The next one is Solo. My Solo Cup. Now, when I tell you who this is, you're gonna get the joke, and you're gonna laugh really hard. Am I gonna get the joke? Uh, you probably will. It might take you a second to think about it. It's a joke. Well, the solo nickname is Glenn. Okay. Well, what's solo in Glenn's life? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go around Front Street and be like, my name is One Nut! Uh, part of me is actually glad he didn't do that because that would have probably been a little too ridiculous for me. Yeah, he gets points. Although uh, Solo's not that bad of a name, though. But it just it, again, it's just like and and what the fuck? His yeah. name is just Solo. Okay, He's just Solo and not Han. All right. You should be able to figure out this next one pretty easily. Tama Cook. 
The bad boy. <laughs> All I gotta say is I've been looking at his setup for doing e-teaching and I'm hoping he gets fucking reimbursed for all that fucking top end equipment. Cause he's got his setup's badass, dude. He's doing almost television level shit for his freaking high school cooking class. Like he's that's got, I, that's why I love that some... he's doing like a YouTube thing now. Cause I think Tom, I think you're going to be very successful on the YouTube, my friend. There are streamers and professional YouTubers that make money and they don't have as good shit as he's got. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, dude, you're going to stand out. Just what, when people start discovering your shit, they're going to watch it just because of how good the shit looks and it's actually going to work out to your advantage. So please keep it up. Show off some of your wonderful personality and uh, cook some good food and you'll get some likes and comments which will turn into and money and they're which will turn into better equipment the they're even going to click the bell chris that's the best part ring the bell make it rain be on the notification squad <laughs> make that shit rain so what do you say for tama cook i say you know what fuck it earmark <laughs> There you go. All right. You're going to definitely know the next one. This is definitely a, a take off a T bar. It's T Rel. T, comma, Rel. T dash Rel, yeah. <laughs> now you would have a good name for a uh, elf. D&D character if you were a T apostrophe rel. Although I'm pretty sure there's a T rel something. Like Probably. Star Trek or something like that. Um, but that would, be, that would have two L's though. Do you mean T cell? It's a type of uh, lymphocyte which uh, develops in the thymus gland. It's the name. It plays a central role in the immune response. So, do you like that nickname then? Good old T Rel. Yes, I don't. I have no idea who this is from. So, uh, give this person points. I have okay. no idea. Points to Jeff T Relowitz. Oh, <laughs> oh, now I see. I thought that was one was going to be obvious. I'll tell you what. Of course, I fucking knew what it was. I even told you. I think it was two L's and not one. When I was talking about the character. <laughs> Alrighty. You guys actually thought I didn't know what that was, and I did a good job. Next up, you'll definitely know who this is. Ko Melee. Mm, sounds like some nerd at a table. Pretty much, yeah. Big old nerd. And this time there is an apostrophe, because there had to be. Well, because there's an apostrophe in the actual... Yep, that's the worst thing so in the world. If you're co-melee, who, who do you co-melee with? Uh, news. The news. Oh, man, I wouldn't even be the news. I'd just be news. Oh, my God. <laughs> just news. I went with D4 because at least it's like, it's like a probable weapon, you know, like 
some of like Mace and you know some of their names. Well, Chris, you get nothing because I know it's you. Now you get points. <laughs> All right. No points, and the game is canceled. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now we're at the chess. Uh, and we're kicking it off with Dala Dala. Shane McMahon? Is... Man, he double duty. Actually, there wasn't any uh, Raw Underground this week. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could be in Retribution now. Could be in retribution. Uh, yeah, points. Points to Dan Dalla Dalla. Ah, uh, okay, that's actually pretty good. Jelly kiss. Jelly kiss. Yep. The fuck. That's yeah, definitely points. Yeah. Do you understand the reference that they were going for there? Not okay, this is Michael Vaughn's entry. So when uh, Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss formed their tag team, Cornette on his podcast was coming up with team names for them. And Jelly Kiss ended up being a suggestion by the cult because he calls Joey Janela Jelly Nutella. You know that the that he he's doing the old uh, Chris Jericho. I don't respect you, so I'm not going to get your name right thing. Mm-hmm. And, Cooking wrong, yeah. Well, Michael Vaughn listens to the show too, so when I saw Jelly Kiss, I knew exactly the reference he was going for. But I was also was kind of like Dan's not going to understand this, but I get it. I got it. I listen to Cornet old shoot interviews where he's. Not even really shoot shoot interviewing. He's literally just breaking down what happened in 1997, like that, <clears throat> or him talking to like Stan Hansen about what it was like working for Baba in the 80s and 90s. There's a That's great the one. I like. Uh, there's a great. I can't remember. I think he's talking to Greg Gagne, but they're talking about somebody. We going... talks about Vashon's going crazy on the plane. Yeah, right? he talks about Vashon goes fucking ape shit and tries to open the door mid flight, and almost killed them all. Because he's drunk, and then he smoked weed. You know, he smoked too much weed, so they gave him uppers to get him up, and they got too up, and then he got. <laughs> a great so they're on the plane story. going back home, and he's like, "I'm too hot. I gotta cool down." And he opens the fucking door of the plane, and they have to emergency land, and he gets taken by the police. And then doesn't he disappear too? Like when the police show up, he's just not there. He's like out There's on the runway. All kinds of shit, and and. The thing is, you got to listen to multiple people because Greg is kind of a uh, changes some facts sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Greg Gagne is an alternative fact guy. It seems to be a trait of many of the uh, sons of famous wrestling promoters and wrestlers. Because even like Mike Graham had an issue with that in the past too. Yeah. Or, you know, because Mike Graham famously said that Jeff Jarrett broke a 10,000 guitars and never drew a dime. Like, yeah, I think Jeff Jarrett was a draw, just not a big enough draw as a main eventer, but pretty sure he drew more than a dime there, Mike. Mike, you hear me? Oh, yeah, you're dead. Oh, jeez. All right. Here's your next retribution nickname. Wingnut. Wingnut. (laughs) 
That's a patron. As a, it's a patron. Yep. You get points, Wingnut. Wing, J Wingnut with the points. Ah, there you go. The next one, uh, penultimate entry, hardcore. It's just hardcore? Just hardcore. How you like me now? Yeah, just being hardcore, you gotta be hardcore Holly. And then be a piece of shit who is stealing from the boys. Yep. Big piece of shit. Big old piece of shit. It's points. To Matt Hardcore. Ah, there you go, because it's hard. And last entry is Rerun. What's happening? <laughs> the episode where he was bootlegging in the Doobie Brothers concert. Mm. But he gets into it and starts dancing. And then his recorder falls out and breaks. So this is a. This was a mad dog that submitted this one. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> you get points. All right, Joe Mad Dog Needle with points. So I guess uh, Tama Cook is your winner. <laughs> he hyped up his stuff a little bit. All right, well there you go, guys. If you're uh, if you're a patron, the Wrestle Talk Show will continue on the patron channel. If you are not, uh, pff, guess I'll see you next week. But what the hell? Five bucks. This is our 39th patron Wrestle Talk, so you have at least 39 episodes of content if you signed up right now. Plus, there's bonus ranking tracks and bonus race nerd stuff. So, whatever. Five bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. I don't know. I I feel like... I, I don't feel like we're asking a lot for this, but I feel like people are almost making it seem like a chore. That, like, well, it's, it's five bucks a month, and I'm already signed up to all this other stuff. Do you really need all that other stuff? Like, this is... You'd actually help a friend by signing up for this. I don't know. I thought we would have a decent amount of patrons doing the patron show by this time of the year, but 2020... Has less than three months left in it, and we've actually gone down since the beginning of the year. So, but whatever, we're gonna keep doing that show because that show is way more fun than this one, and we enjoy it more. So, whatever, y'all can miss out. All right, not gonna be better. But yes, guys, check out the Nerd Table this week for a special crossover episode of Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. There'll be lots of wrestling on that show, and Eric, who doesn't know that much about wrestling, is gonna get a crash course education in it. Which is why the show should be appealing, because I am going to make sure, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that even a non-wrestling fan can tune in and still understand all the stuff we're going to talk about. So I will explain stuff and who people are and all that. That'll be part of the appeal. But uh, but it'll still be fun for you guys. We'll talk about some of the best and the worst. And oh yeah, oh there's a lot to discuss. But as far as Wrestle Talk goes, all right, we'll see you guys next week.